Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, everybody, brought to you by the Evans Law Group right here on your podcast home for the Golden Grizzlies and everything that we have to offer in Oakland Athletics. Again, that you can subscribe right here on the iTunes page, also on SoundCloud as well. Subscribe, rate, review, do all that. Uh, Once you subscribe, the episodes come right to your phone. You don't really have to do much, and if you're as lazy as I am, that works out perfectly for you. Special Women's Soccer Edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. As always, joining me, women's soccer head coach Juan Pablo Favero. Coach, good to see you as always. How's things, man? I know it's the off-season, but there's no off about the off-season for you. No, just just wrapped up here. The, the A very successful winter slash spring, uh, and the girls are now, uh, I guess they're, they're probably taking finals right now and getting ready to, to finish strong in the classroom. And then obviously we want them preparing over the summer, but it's been a really fun uh, and successful uh, uh, spring. So we're excited about that. And, and Wampa, that's why I wanted to catch up with you to, to really rap about that because hey, everyone who's listened to this podcast, and you can go back and catch any, any past episodes you want on the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Anyone who, who's listened to you and I have these uh, rap sessions, as I like to call them before, can almost follow the blueprint along uh, as you've listened. And this spring was very important for you guys on a lot of levels. Not only was it, you know, in terms of you're still implementing the style you want to play and all that stuff, but but let's be real about stuff, Coach. There was a lot of growth that took place, not not necessarily on the pitch, while that's certainly always important, but if you're a unit, if you're a team, uh, that growth has to come in many forms, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely, and, and obviously we were able to finish the fall on, on a high note, as, as we know, and, and, and that helped us to kind of create this momentum, and, and so we knew we had to build on that in the spring, and so our spring, we look at it as it's the time to help our players develop uh, as people, uh, as players, um, and it, that does not only include the soccer things. Obviously, we work on the technical aspect a lot. We work on the fitness aspect a lot. Um, they're in the weight room more than they are in the fall. And so we do all of that heavy investing in terms of their development as, as players, but also as, as people. And, and that goes into, um, you know, obviously things like our leadership, uh, you know, development that we do in our training. We had 17 of our 20 players on the roster. We opened that up for everyone, regardless of their class. And to have 17 players is not mandatory. And obviously, we had three that didn't do it, and that's okay. Uh, we don't hold it against them. Uh, on the contrary, we, we, we hey, if, you, if, if for whatever reason you're not able to uh, do it, that's okay. But that's, that's part of a program, too, though, right? You, you guys, we all know what we have to do to be on our level. If that's what you have to do, then, then that's what you have to do. You have that trust. That's a building block. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we believe in the shared leadership model. We don't, we don't believe in this hierarchical model that you see where, you know, where it's by class or by status or whether it's a captain model. And so it's this shared leadership model. And so for us, we think we have to invest in them. Uh, I don't believe leadership is a, is a trait that you're born with. It's something that you develop over time and you need the right skills. And so our job is to help help our players develop in that. And, and for me, to be honest with you, Neil, that's, that goes beyond uh, the benefit that we will receive. And we certainly believe that we will receive a benefit from investing in our players in that area. But it's preparation for the future. And, and that's where, you know, we, we say that, that the soccer field is a classroom and it is. But I think that there is a classroom outside of the soccer field that us as coaches can do that that perhaps in the actual classroom, they're teaching other things. But I think, you know, you're going to deal with leadership issues no matter what your major is. And so for us to invest in them, I'm, I'm really proud of the girls that, that and did it. You know, again, 17 out of 20 is a very high number. And I thought it was a really productive time for them to 
to learn things, but also for us to talk about real things that, that we're dealing with and that we anticipate some challenges that we're going to deal with uh, in the fall. And hopefully, preemptively, we can get ahead of that, um, you know, any p potential problems. And Coach, you talked about, and you and I together talked about challenges. And certainly when the season started last year, you guys faced some challenges. There's, there's, no, there's no question. It was tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, I, I say this all the time when, I, when we have recruits and, and we have to tell them, hey, you know, we, we did start 0-9, and, and, and there's no denying that. Um, but that's part of our story too, right? And, and, and as we saw our team never give up and, and never quit, they've learned, I think, the most important lesson. And, I, you know, I can teach about grit in the classroom uh, setting, you know, I PowerPoints, I can direct books, I can – whatever but but them living through what they lived through and learning how tough they really are it's going to be a foundational block for our future success for for many years to come and so that's that's invaluable of course it was nice that they did see some of the fruit of that right um but the momentum's carried right through again to, to the spring we've had a, you know a really successful period of, of seeing the team play better, have more success in how we're playing. It's more similar to the style we, we envision and keeping the ball more. Uh, but we've also scored more goals and, and created more chances. So we're seeing some things come together, which is which is obviously, again, you you want to see that in the spring and, and you don't all the time, but but we have seen that two springs in a row. But this spring we take, took a huge, huge jump forward and and again, had had good results uh, as well. So that's a, that's important. And, and that what really wasn't a surprise to you, given the way that you guys had finished the season. I mean, you guys were, were minutes away from the NCAA tournament. I mean, when you boil it all down, you you know there was a, a stretch a number of minutes that you were away from the NCAA tournament, and the and the evolution continued into the spring, where you talked about results. And yeah, we we, we talk about foundations and the building blocks and the mental side and all that, but they do keep score. Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> they do keep score, yeah. and you guys are winning on that side too. Yeah, and and. And, and that is, you know, um, important, obviously, from a, from a momentum standpoint, from a confidence standpoint. So, you know, after starting 0-9 and, and we got on that really good streak at the end, uh, including the conference uh, tournament, um, I guess we haven't lost in like nine games in a row now. Now, spring is spring. It's not the fall. It's apples and oranges. But from a mental standpoint, from a confidence standpoint for our players to go home over the summer haven't experienced a loss now in months, right? <laughs> literally nine games, is a really good thing uh, for them to 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 gain belief and gain faith and gain confidence in what we're doing in themselves in each other. Uh, and I see a team, you know, so, summers are scary for us as coaches, especially fall sports, where where we have two weeks when they come back and it's a sprint to go. It yeah. is, and and if they haven't done what they're what they're supposed to, it's hard to catch play catch up, right? I told the team this last week when, when we had our final meeting, I, I honestly have, have uh, peace. Um, I trust this group. I, I, I see it in their eyes. They want it. Um, they've experienced, they've tasted a little bit of what this can be. Uh, we're not close to where we want to be yet, but I see it in their eyes, man. They're, they're, they're hungry. They're believing. Um, they're excited. The positivity thing has now become part of our culture. You know, that's there. That's something we worked on extremely hard a year ago. Um, again, they've learned how to be gritty. And now we've really pushed our cultural theme has been excellence, excellence. Do your best. Improve every opportunity. And, man, they've, they've really grabbed onto that. And we've seen them make huge jumps fitness technically style of play obviously again uh, these results are positive so we're in a really good spot 
You're listening to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, voice of the Golden Grizzlies. He is Juan Pablo Favero, women's head soccer coach here at Oakland University. Again, you can subscribe on iTunes. Just search Wear the Bear on the Golden Grizzlies podcast. Click subscribe. The latest episodes go right to your phone. You don't really have to do a heck of a lot. Also, if you're listening on SoundCloud, we appreciate that as well. So, Coach, when you boil all this down, and you move through your spring season. Now the hay's in the barn for that. You mentioned the summer comes up. And always in the college soccer game, recruiting is your lifeblood. And that's that's where your talent comes from. That's where you guys are constantly working. There is there, you know, there are no off days in, in the recruiting world. Right. There's no question about right. that. You guys, though, have done a good job in that you're working from ahead. Uh, your, your 2020 class is rounding into form right now. That's something that, that I know you guys and the staff and and Coach Diaz's yeah, <laughs> or yeah. Diaz I, yeah. I I don't know how you do plural Diaz's. <laughs> uh, we got to get some English people in here for that. But you got you guys have done that right now. You're working from ahead. Yeah, man. It's it's like you said. Recruiting is is the is the key. Um, you, we can do everything else we want to do, and 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 unless you have great players, uh, it, it's tough. Uh, you know now. I would say that, um, you know, the way we build this program is twofold, is we invest heavily in the players we currently have, and then we go and recruit the best possible players to replace those who are leaving. So this is going to be our second recruiting class coming in in, in 19. Uh, it's a little smaller than, than our 18 class, which was massive. Um, so that's that's going to present less of a challenge. Last, last year's challenge was bringing in 14 new players, uh, which outnumbered the returners, and uh, because of the leadership training, because of the cultural things, we were able to navigate through that and marry those two classes uh, and form them to one team to the credit of our players. Both both groups of those players became one team very quickly. That was a huge success story. Um, and so we want that again, obviously. And so we have a really good class. We got two transfers that came in at semester that helped them, obviously, to to settle in, to, to, to learn our system, to, to learn our team. And, and so that was a really positive. And then we have seven freshmen coming in. We're still looking to, to wrap up one more, maybe two more forwards that we feel we need a little bit. That's the only area where we feel a little bit more depth is needed. Um, and our 2020 class is, is going to be smaller. That probably is going to just be six or seven and when it's all said and done. And, and we're, we're almost done with that class. Um, so the, the quantity will be less, but the quality will, will continue to be just as high. And so we're in a really good spot uh, recruiting-wise. Um, and I'm excited about that, obviously, seeing, uh, you know, seeing the, the work. Where we're at today, uh, Brian and I were talking about this in the office a couple weeks ago, is, is, is we've had to turn some kids down that two years ago when we got here, we would have killed for. Um, right. And that's, that's, that's where we're compliment. at. Well, right. it, it, it's a compliment both to, obviously, the, the work that our staff has done um, to get ahead of the recruiting game. It's Women's soccer, as you know, is, is so advanced that it's, it's hard. We had to play catch-up, and we finally feel where we need to be. But it's also a credit to our, to our players, to our current roster of, of, um, you know, of our returning players, that they, they've grown a lot. They, they're picking up. Uh, the things we're trying to teach, they're buying into to our cultural uh, elements like we talked about. And so what that gives us is a lot of confidence in them as well and, and belief in them, not just soccer-wise, but that we have the right people in our program. And so now we're, we're turning kids away because we don't want to have a roster of 35. And that, that happens in a lot of D1 programs. You know, we, we, we want to keep it at a number that is manageable uh, for us from, from a cultural standpoint. And so 
we're turning kids away. Um, but that's a good thing in a way, right? Right, absolutely. Coach, it's funny, you bring up the goal scorers and looking for the forwards, yep. and the goal scorers are the, are the unicorns out there. I was talking with a professional coach uh, dealing with some of the soccer games I do for ESPN, and I had a professional coach tell me, because we were talking about it, I said, you know, your, your side is struggling to, to put the ball in the back of the net, you know, why, and your best guess, why is that? And he told me, well, you know the best goal scorers in the world make $50 million yep, a year for, for a reason. reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's what it is. Well, if you saw the, the Champions League game yesterday, I mean, you know, that's a tight game. And, and, and uh, you know, Messi scores two and opens up that game. And Ronaldo scored one. And, I mean. Ronaldo and, scored every goal in, in Juventus' right. and, then they lost, and they yeah. lost. And they lost. And so it's the hardest thing to do in our sport. And. People don't understand that at times, uh, you know, and even those of us who have played the game and who coach the game, you know, we get a little impatient at times with that. And so it, it is the hardest thing to do. What we've told our team, and I believe this, it's also the funnest thing to do, the final <laughs> third, not right. just the scoring, but that's where you can be more creative. That's where you can be more more risk-taking, right? And you need to be. That's where the soul of the game th- that, is. And, and the, the, the creativity aspect of it. So our team, and, and even though we're still looking to recruit one or two to give us some more depth, uh, our current forwards have done a great job. Uh, obviously, we have Lex back uh, and Sierra back, and we've seen them grow tremendously over the, the spring. Uh, we've had some others that have been injured, and so we haven't seen as much from them, but but we, we think they're going to work hard over the summer and come come in ready. So so that gives us confidence that, that our current players, again, are, are like any other position, but but specifically forwards, they're, they're improving. They're they're. Uh, more confident they're more uh, dangerous and so they're and they're scoring more goals which is the outcome that we want and so again going into the summer um, they're going to go in with with a lot more belief and confidence and so if they work hard and 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 again we think that our team will work hard over the summer we know they're going to come back ready to go and if we can get one or two to, to relieve some pressure from from our current forwards uh, and give us some more fresh legs up there it's obviously only going to be better for us do Coach Juan Pablo Favero and myself a favor. Click subscribe to the Wear the Bear podcast. The latest episodes will come right to your phone. As always, the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Catch us on SoundCloud as well. Coach, appreciate your time as thank always. You. When we do this again, we're going to be going. That's right. I look forward to it. Absolutely. Big thank you to everybody out there listening as well. My name is Neil Rule for the head coach Juan Pablo Favero. Thanks for listening, everybody. Well, see you later.